this is what I want to talk about. And this was what I, I was going to say this towards the beginning of when we started talking. But like, why are we talking about this as a Toasted Lavender podcast? What is interesting about Prince in this way that we want to highlight? Because everybody has flaws, but what's the good, right? I'd like to talk about like maybe what the good is because a lot of people hold Prince up as like some kind of gay LGBTQ sort of touchstone milestone of a, of some kind. So what is it that he did at the time that made him so influential over forever, right? Because right. is it just because of his ambiguity? Yeah, I think a big piece of it is that he was very like, ambiguous and i'm i mean you watched the same movie that i did and you saw all of his clothes and like his choices for his hair and his like high fashion fanciness like very Mm -hmm. high fashion sunglasses yeah his gigantic adult-sized sunglasses oh my god we laughed he's super 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 queer like he screams super queer super queer I, I always I'm just I'm only pausing because I know that he takes a turn into like fundamentalism like early two thousands. I did not know that. Yeah. That's fucking weird. It is fucking weird. Um and he puts out a bunch of records that are very religious and gospel prints, huh? Kind of, yeah. But I challenge you to listen to the Rainbow Children. Okay. Right. album okay we'll talk about it it's really good it's it's religious but it like it's very good well and even it being called the rainbow children That's seems pretty too, fucking right? queer yeah but. it makes me wonder if he just got wrapped up in a queer scene in minnesota where like he found his people like he found people that cared about him and and promoted him and wanted him to do well and recognized him and then he like that's where he fell at home. And so how can you denounce well, something? How do you reconcile those feelings? Yeah. I think what what had happened. What had happened was. Was that he, this is my perspective, is that he was very queer. Like this whole time he's not just like wrapped up in any, he is this is authentic prince. In 2001, I believe, um, his girlfriend had a miscarriage. And I think it was a very like late-term miscarriage. Wasn't he on Oprah? Yes, and he was on Oprah, and they talked about this. And um, I think it severely like fucked with his brain and went deep into religion. At like to cope with it super super deep into it and was never like the same like funky vibey queer prince Maybe ever a again little political ever again yeah religious and in that's interesting yeah that's all i'll say but that's it that's yeah that's i mean it's usually some big life-altering event that i think that shifts people's, was it yeah yeah and then it wasn't it was like I think this all happened, like, the miscarriage happened, like, right before 9-11 also. Mm. And I think that that kind of, like, I I mean, it changed, like, everybody, their worldview and their perception. But 
I think it really fucked with his music too. I want to go around and not start with me because I'm opening a beer. I would like to go around and everyone name their favorite song. And if you need the albums right there, if you want a song track. I would also like to um, add in your favorite outfit of the movie. Please talk about your favorite look. I feel like I, to be completely honest, did not really pay as much attention to the fashion aspect. Like, I really didn't. Like, I noticed that he was wearing very elaborate and fun outfits, but I wasn't paying attention enough okay. to like then, I don't know if I just don't like I don't know I just that's okay I just don't know that's like totally I fine. I was very impressed by his motorbike and the glitter the glittery outfits but like that's about all I got for that um Lisa do you have anything I'll start yeah so for sure my favorite print song of all time is on this record so it's easy for me I would die for you and I just love this whole album though I feel like I love every song like every song is a banger there's not a bad song so I love listening to this whole album all the way through it's I don't think that there's another album that I could turn on where I listen to a song and I'm like it's only like an a plus song I'm gonna skip it you know what I mean yeah and I never skip any songs on this record. There's not a skippable song on this album at all. They're all so good. They all stand on their own. I don't feel like there's any throwaway songs on this album. But I Would Die For You has always been my favorite Prince song. And I liked that little tie-in. I noticed that when the dad says that exact phrase in that moment. And I was like... <gasps> And then they play it like towards the end as kind of part of their encore. I thought that was all just kind of a throwaway. Like, I wish they got yeah. through the best part and then they just had to like include a couple songs. Yeah. yeah, that's that was my one complaint about it is I felt like they were just they needed to force this song in here. I like that they tied in how the title came, but I wanted there to be some better way to implement that and i thought oh this is we're gonna get our conclusion for the kid and abalone about how like maybe he comes out and he says this to her and apologizes and is like you're my girl but no it's just like another thing about him (laughs) (laughs) sounds about right but i fucking love that song it's like my jam do you have an outfit choice i i think like his queerest outfit is when he's driving to the lake with her. He's wearing that little like cropped motorcycle jacket, which is very in style right now. It's like a cropped leather black jacket and like a big billowy scarf and like a popped collar and like really tight leather pants. Like it feels very like it feels very almost like a male stripper from the <laughs> 80s. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a Chippendales almost like yeah. it's so tight that it's almost like comical. Like this guy's going to start stripping at any time <laughs> someone ordered a stripper. <laughs> but he's so like confident in it. And he has his like heeled boots on. I love all the heeled boots. All the heeled boots. And he just like 
that's the thing with Prince is no matter what he wears, he has so much confidence that it's like he can pull it off. He doesn't look like he's going to start stripping like someone hired him because he's like, this is my fucking outfit. And I'm like, going to see this girl's tits any moment. Like, you oh! can just <laughs> get him out. Get him out. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that's all I have to say. I feel like I don't remember all of his outfits other than the There's a lot of purple. There's a lot. Yeah, the pirate shirt. Pirate. It's totally the Seinfeld pirate shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So maybe they were kind of making fun. I don't think they were. Deliberately fashionable. I mean, Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld. I don't think they were referencing Prince. Do you think they were? I don't think that ever comes up. I'm thinking about like how I I would feel if I was Jerry Seinfeld at the time. Like maybe I'd make fun of that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like. Puffy shirts are in. What? Big puffy shirts? Like, you want me to wear this? It's just long enough after, too. What? That was probably the 90s. Yeah. Where you safe to make fun of it. Yeah. Like, it's definitely out. Yeah. I have to say my favorite song on this album is The Beautiful Ones. Mm. Can you sing a little bit so we can remind everyone how it goes? I really can't. It's not going to happen. Baby, baby, baby. If you were hiding out in the backseat of my car and I was driving to Salt Lake City, you could probably hear me sing it, but... Noted. That's it. Is that like the main kind of hook? The baby, 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 baby? Yeah. Or is there a Yeah. We're just wending, wending, <laughs> There's a lot of sexiness happening during this song. Yeah, there is. They're falling in love. There's uh, candles lit. Yeah, there was a lot more candles than I was expecting in this movie. But I think that's fine. So supposedly this is one of the touchstone songs of the album where it was like, this is where we're going to, we're, we're going to. The like, album orbits one of these songs. Orbits one of these songs, and The Beautiful Ones is one of them. Purple Rain is obviously the other one, and Computer Blue is another one. Like, those were the sort of, like, focus, like, to lead the rest of the album. And Computer Blue, like I said earlier, his dad helped write it. And I think that's probably part of why that was, like, a big deal for him on this. But anyway, The Beautiful Ones was, like... One of those songs that I think he thought was really good. Yeah. So good job. Thanks. I like it a lot. I like it too. I like the lyrics of that song. Yeah. And I like the, it like crescendos and it's at some points it's very soft and at some points it's very loud and screamy and. Yeah. It's very like mm-hmm. passionate and. It's very passionate. Yeah. It's a Scorpio song. It's for a Scorpio sure. song. Speaking of Scorpios, my favorite Prince look in the movie is when he's on stage and he doesn't have a shirt on. He's all oiled oh. up and he has a little lace mask no. and glove yes. on. And he's just like bouncing around. Topless and so oiled. Yeah. Is that like those high waisted pants? Yes. Yes. That's it. I think that's a good choice. It's the only choice that you can make. I mean, I understand. For a Scorpio. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Is that computer blue? That's computer blue. I feel like song-wise, I'm, I don't know. I agree with both of you. Like, 
I feel like I could have picked either of those songs, but for the sake of picking something different, I'm going to say that as an album opener, Let's Go Crazy is like the most hype track ever. And I love it. Like it just starts you off for success right from the opening lick. Right. And so I'm going to pick that. And I think it's like the perfect entryway into like what Prince music is because it's just kind of wild. And it's a hype song and it always makes me feel happy. And then like it starts off this album that really just has you going on a yeah. let's go crazy emotional roller coaster. You know what I love about that song? When the girls come in and harmonize on the let's go crazy and they like I just I love I love the way that blends with his yeah I don't but like their voices stand out more than his yeah on that and I love that part of the song and you have no look to share what's your look of the is it his hair because he has a really nice I mean, curly mullet really like yours I'm gonna go for that hair right now so yeah I'll take the hair it's the ideal prince hair of his entire life is this movie he peaks during purple rain yeah Yeah. peak prince hair in my opinion everything i said to you last night is like this i think this is what did it for him was his fucking hair yeah he got a lot of girls over that hair i'm sure i feel like my favorite song has changed over and over like i feel like i like different songs for different reasons in my life but if i had to pick one i still don't know what i (laughs) <laughs> I still don't know what I would pick. I would probably pick Computer Blue because I really do like that song. It's like kind of weird and just yeah. like kind of keeps weird. you guessing mm-hmm. a little bit. And then it has like a little breakdown in it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Where it's like... But then he comes out and he's like... And he just like starts playing guitar. But at the same time, it feels like a very dancey track. But then it sort of breaks down and slows down, and then it's, it's like just wacky. Some Daft Punk moments of it's, like weird like oh, effects. Yeah. It's very and, 80s. Yeah, it's the most in the Daft best Punk way. song of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Unless Daft Punk no, was around. I don't. I, maybe <laughs> Homework came out in 89. I don't know. This was 83, 4. Yeah. So. So. If anything, yeah. Prince influenced Staff Punk probably, and not the other way around. Probably, absolutely. Yeah, I'll go with Computer Blue. Okay. Do you have a style that you really... Just a hair. Okay. I mean, I thought his hair was fabulous. Like, I'm jealous. Yeah. No one brought up the iconic purple coat. Yeah. Because it feels at this point like a marketing scheme. Like It's, it's a Halloween costume. It's a Halloween yeah, it's costume. Halloween costume. It's like, yeah. It's, it's fine. It's kind of overplayed. But it's the same coat that he wore on the cover of Dirty Mind and Controversy. So that's like it's his, the same like, coat. That's it's like his coat, signature piece. Yeah. All right. So what was your um, ultimate takeaways of this movie and why do you think we should keep talking about Prince in the future? My takeaway is that if you have not experienced this record or this film, listen to the music first. Okay. I would say so as well. I like album first. Having an appreciation for the music before you watched it. Yes, and not necessarily tying them together. Mm-hmm. I like having the my wrong tie-ins, in my opinion. I just, yeah, I, I just, 
I'm glad I already had that yeah. album cemented in my mind before I saw it. Okay. I just want to remind everyone that most of the people on this film were amateur people. They weren't, you know, longtime directors or whatever. You know, the guy that directed it, I think up to that point, his biggest accolade was that he won an Academy Award for students. So he like won a student Academy Award for some film that he did. So and then everybody in the film was the actual people. I really love that, that we're not actors. It was the actual people and not actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and then cool. Prince basically wrote the script and he yeah. doesn't write scripts, you know. I like that it was kind of cheesy and corny sometimes mm-hmm. and like the storyline was basically non-existent. Yeah. There was no I... character build up like they meet and make eye contact, and then they're in love, apparently. And you don't quite know you that You don't really get that, but then they're, like, I, sacrificing There was a scene where I could tell that they other. loved each other. Oh, my. <laughs> we can definitely talk or not talk about that. It felt very graphic. I don't feel like I've ever seen that scene until last night. I don't think I have seen it. it right. Because it... Made an impression on me that I feel like I would have remembered if I had seen it before. Yeah. I I feel like I don't, I don't feel like I've, I don't feel like I've seen that direct, even in like other movies that are rated same. Like I've never. Do you uh, want to re-say that? (laughs) That sentence. What up? To the listener. I just. There's Explain direct, there's direct like contact partner masturbation. I don't know. Is that the right term? There's direct Prince contact. Is stroking her <laughs> through yeah. her leotard. This is an explicit. It wasn't <laughs> a leotard. First of all, it was like lacy underwear. It was a string bikini. Yes. Oh. And string. here's the part. Here's the part where I'm like. I can't believe that this was okay as an R-rated movie, but back then R-rated was like the top. R-rated. Yeah, everything beyond. But he had to move her undies, and it was in direct camera yeah. angle. Yeah. I respect him for deciding to show that. I'm I feel saying. like it's something you don't see. This is the movie that Prince wanted to make. Yeah. It is. And he's showing female pleasure, which I'm sure isn't something I feel yeah, like you don't see it that much fair. now. Yeah. You don't. You don't. It's just like suddenly there's a blanket and ugh, like <laughs> Okay. Also he hits her. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not this isn't like a okay. revolutionary movie no, in all no. sense. I, all I'm right. just saying like it's it's like one way and the, the other. Duality yeah. The duality of man, honey. You said that the other yes, day. Yes, that's exactly what I said. The extremes. He wants her to feel pleasure and pain. I he's don't a... think he wants her to feel pain. I think he's just, you know, he has some really bad learned behavior. Well, whether he time. wants it or not, he is giving her pleasure and pain. All I wanted to say was that I'm just speaking I was the truth. surprised by the sex scene because it felt like I shouldn't be there. <laughs> you were watching something a little too intimate. Yeah. yeah. So it was real. That's what I'm saying is like it was a it was like a pornographic you had to moment. Move the underwear. That yeah. was him doing that. This wasn't I, movie magic. I'm going to say this was not movie magic. 
And a whole film crew. I don't know. I don't know that I can specifically say that he moved her undies. Why? Because I looked away. (laughs) (laughs) It was a sex scene. There's sex scenes all the time in movies. It was. was They were letting us know that they they loved each other. They loved each other. She loved him. I never got that feeling, by the way. Like. This whole love, this whole Romeo Juliet situation, didn't get it. They were just too brief. There was no character buildup, and so I think that's what you're talking about, where you kind of get lost, where it's like, "Mm, this isn't really a movie. It's more of like a live concert with with like a few. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's that is the perfect way of describing it. Honey, you nailed it right on the head. I think people should still watch it, though. I think I think it's one you should watch. Enjoyable. I enjoyed it. I liked the moments where it was just like, turn it up. I want to turn it up and watch Prince be Prince. Performing on a stage. I think it's really interesting. The first thing I heard of this movie, this was my first time watching it, but I remember our local theater, Good Company Theater here in Ogden, the two women who run it are sisters and they contacted the prince estate to get rights to do Purple Rain as a play. And it was right before he passed away. It was right before he passed away and they got a rejection letter that I think they still have framed somewhere. Yeah. They they feel like it's a badge of honor, which it should you should. Yeah. But But they should try again soon. Because the family yeah. is okay with it these days. Yeah. I just thought that that was interesting. I was like, what is this whole thing about that they're not letting anyone have the rights to? That was like my only. But that was part of Prince's whole thing. It's like why he didn't really do interviews. Like, and he's he's just like. He wants to have control over it. Control yeah. over his own narrative. Yeah. It's, it's hard to blame him for that. It, I don't blame no, him one not bit. At all. I don't blame him one bit. Here we are analyzing his life, and we don't know a damn thing about that fool. Well, and now I feel I feel like the story might work better as a musical, like on stage. It might work better than it did as a film. I feel like it would work better as a musical than it would as a film. Mm -hmm. I feel like musicals' storylines are a little flimsy anyway. Uh Yeah, Yeah. and it's more about the music anyway. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna do a whole like West Side Story type remake? Ever, mm. Janet coming. Sorry, I'm calling it right that's now. Chicago. That's Chicago. Uh, <laughs> that's that good. That's all I get okay. in my mind when I, I think can about see it happening. I, I don't know. I wouldn't I touch that with a ten, 10 foot pole. It'll happen. Who Wait. would even play Prince? Hold on. I think before the fiftieth anniversary or the fiftieth anniversary, they will have a remake. Who did we think was gonna play Freddie Mercury? And like, it's gotta just be somebody, a name. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that looks like him. Yeah. Somebody that can have that soft spoken yet like Somebody extremely catty like hair. attitude and hair. Okay, I'm working on it. <laughs> so my queer joy for this week is my sweet, sweet little queer niece gave me Well, her mother texted us and said she's ready for her first queer haircut and she's 11 years old and she's not like the other girls her age and her mom is so affirming and positive about her queerness and found her the perfect hairstylist who 
is very sensitive to pronouns and identities and has a very wild, fun haircut herself. And they took her and she got a badass haircut. It was very cute. She I saw the so cute. cute. And she had a picture of a male actor that she took that she had in mind. And it's really short, but like kind of curly on top and like prince it's kind of a stylish bowl cut like it's well, kind of there's like at least like there's a hard there's a whole hard line, hard line. i don't know it's but really it's cute. it's very short especially for what she had yeah, yeah and she's kind of had a hard time at school getting bullied and you can just tell that she's feeling herself with this new haircut and it brought me some joy that's good can i name yeah, yeah. Shout out to well, Piper. We've already talked about Piper. Yeah. Piper's our number yeah. one fan. It's always been our number yeah. one yeah. fan. And if you look through our Instagram account, she stole my cowboy hat the entirety of the art sale. Mm-hmm. She's a little badass. And she yeah. identifies and that's as what I'm pansexual saying. at fucking 11 years old. And she's different than the other kids. And she knows she is. And I just hope that she embraces that forever. Yeehaw. I have something so our other project the lq magazine which we talked all about for our last episode so hopefully you listen to it so i've been working on getting sponsors for it so that we can pay people because i think that it's super important to pay people for their contribution and I'm not going to name any names because I can't, but I got a really big sponsor this week that I'm really excited about, and they are a local Ogden company, and I went and sat down with the president of the company, and then like throughout our meeting, all these different folks that worked there, including the marketing director, and then like their sales rep, and just like everybody just kept on popping in to say hi and even the person who founded the company stopped in to say hi and we're just like yeah we want to sponsor this project it's really cool and like it was mostly dudes it was mostly like straight cis dudes and there was no level of discomfort it was super like we believe in this and want to back it and didn't feel like an optics thing. And so that's my queer joy. It felt legit and real and we'll all be able to unveil this sponsor later on down the road, but I'm really stoked about it and um happy that they are putting their money where their mouth is to actually invest and uplift our queer community, which is what we're trying to do. Let's shout out these anonymous people. Cheers and to them. and they're they're straight and cis fellas as far as we know like maybe they're fucking not exactly you're exactly right and may, or maybe someone has a queer kid or a, yeah yeah we don't know but I just felt and and you're exactly right and but I felt like I felt oh and I've talked about this a little bit before but there's a lot of situations where I get in lately where I'm read as a male and people say things around me that make me feel very uncomfortable and very much like, oh, you're amongst the boys and say things that I don't feel comfortable with people being said in front of me at all. And like, again, to be read as 
a dude and go into a space and like pitch an ad sale for a queer magazine, I was a little uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Like it was a little scary. (laughs) And I knew that I was safe because of who gave me the input to even go to this sales pitch in the first place. I knew I wasn't going to be in like an unsafe situation, but I was very much on edge about it. And it went very smoothly and very comfortably. And that was reassuring to me and made me feel like, yep, there are, there are good, there are good people that really want to make this world a better place. Or at least Ogden. Or at least Ogden. Our, our local little community. We should take the straight cis men of Ogden off of our radar. We should. For one week. We should. Yeah. And then when we record again, we can talk more shit on them. Yeah. (laughs) They really, though, like, for as much, like, as much shit as we talk or as much as we're, like, eh, about them. But, like, this was an instance of making me feel like, okay, there is hope for a shift in how this is portrayed. And that's that's bringing me joy this week. I think that's great. That's a great joy. My queer joy is just being, like, holed up in my house the last little while. And that's it. One of you should talk about Wednesday. Um, We went to the... um, I don't know if it's the replacement of or in addition to the... Utah Jazz, like, Pride. It was not called Pride. They they do, like, a... They usually do an event where it's, like, gay pride themed. I don't know. Themed. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if they've ever called it that. No, they've never... They've called it, like, Pride. And we have a t-shirt that says Pride on it. It has well, a little rainbow thing. they t-shirt called Pride. Right. I don't know if they had a Pride night. And this night was a Love Loud night. So there's a Love Loud festival, and I don't know any details about it. And I will not be going. Yeah. yeah, I will not be going, but it's like a corporate gay type of event where there's a lot of like big bands and. Um, it's a big fundraiser. There's good right? intentions. Yeah, good intentions. Yeah. That's great. And I won't be going, but I support everyone that does go. And I hope that more people go. Um, but we went to the Love Loud Night, which is kind of like the Gay Pride Night. Um, but it was kind of like a benefit for... It wasn't a benefit, but it was like the night to raise awareness of the concert, which will raise awareness of gay people. Which the night was <laughs> raising awareness of gay people too, right? Like right, it was a yeah. very gay night to go. To it, it was. And we got... These cute t-shirts, and there was a lot of gays there, and um, there was at least one person with a gay flag. Yeah, like the classic gay flag. Classic gay. Over yonder. Gay classic. Gay classic. The gay um, classic. Not the updated gay not, not inclusive, the, the gay classic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just want to give people a visual here. Um, and we had a great time. Yeah. It was very fun. We um, got in early because America First does like, which, whatever. So anyway, America First does like an early entry. If you're a member, you can go in like 
a half hour early or something. And in this particular instance, it was very uh, helpful because they had stations set up where you could take your picture against like a backdrop. Oh, okay. So when everybody's in there, that's hard to do, but we got to go in early and do it. And so we actually got on TV because nobody was nobody else was there and like this camera guy came around and we were just taking our picture yeah and then he just showed up and all of a sudden we were on tv that's fun i'm glad you guys went do you have crew joy that you would like to share or would you like to keep yours private this week um well i can just say it and then we can all make a group decision about whether or not i should include it but i got hit on at the bar and i feel like oh, that's a queer that joy, is some queer joy. <laughs> that you is, should talk about yeah that. i'm sorry like i know maybe this will make alex uncomfortable but we talked extensively about it it's and fine. so it's not like it's news to her but it's totally fine i was totally unassuming at the bar there for a friend of mine's birthday party and got, like, approached by some gal, which has not happened to me, first of all, by I, a gal. I want to say that before you left, you were like, should I wear this outfit in case I got hit on by a guy? Or in, or should I wear this outfit in case I get hit on by a girl? That's so great. Oh, my God. Yes. So you chose the right like, what option, should I, I guess. Like, Who should I cater to? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I feel like there's been times, awkward times, where dudes are, like, really, like, wanting to talk to me, and I'm like, I'm really not interested. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, do I skew this way or this way? And we had that conversation before we went out, and then I got hit on by a gal, which is really funny. Was it the gal outfit that you decided to wear out? Or was it the dude outfit outfit that you wore? Because you're like, I'm signaling... To everyone that I am gay. By wearing a flannel. A flannel. And a vest. I was wearing and flannel and a very gay hat, which I'm wearing right now. This yeah, is, that hat's pretty This is gay. not like a straight girl hat. No, it's not a straight girl hat. Not, it no. is a baseball cap, but it's just the it's way good, it's yeah. just not a straight girl hat. It's not. And I wore flannel and I wore like a vest. Like a cozy vest. The vest is a cold. dead giveaway. <laughs> the vest is a dead giveaway. That's why. <laughs> Anytime you want to be red. I wasn't wearing the vest at the time, though. So here's. But she twist. probably saw your vest on the chair, oh, and she's I like, yeah, I'm "Yeah, oh, it's hot over there. I'm know. gonna go over." I don't know, but all I'm gonna say, <laughs> headed over, is the last time I've been hit on by a gal at the at any establishment like that, whether it was a bar or a club or whatever was when I met the person that would introduce me to you. It's not even me. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the funny part. That is part. some queer joy. That is some queer ass joy. Here's the funny part is the person that hit on me at that time, their name was Lindsay. And the person that hit on me the other night was oh, named shit. Lindsay. And yes. also your name All is the Lindsay. Queer and Lindsay's also, if you didn't reels. know, my name is Lindsay. So many it's very funny. gay Lindsay's. It's, it made me feel like, I think that anytime somebody tells you that you look cute and you have no idea who they are, it's that makes compliment. you feel good. Yes. It yes. doesn't matter who you are. Obviously, you were having a great time, and you were feeling comfortable, and you were exuding a positive energy. And someone picked up on that. And someone picked up on that. Yeah. That's I was that's very flattering. Yeah. I feel I'm like happy for you. When you got home, you told me about it, like, first thing. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, You're I like, hey, remember. I'm wanted out uh, there. Somebody. <laughs> no, it's more like uh, I don't remember. No, you're like, um, I got feel somebody a little hit on me. I didn't do anything. Nothing happened. Like my mom was right here. <laughs> it's just fine. And that's absolutely true. Yeah, no, I get it. And because my mom was sitting is, here, yeah, I was sitting fine. here. Lindsay number two was, <laughs> was sitting so here. Awkward. <laughs> I'm glad we were gone by that yeah. point. I don't know I'm what I'm so fucking about. glad we weren't there for that. So anyway, uh, queer joy, being hit on at a bar unexpectedly. That's very joyful. Fine. I'm sorry. Yeah. My queer joy is that my spouse was hit on and then you came home and just like word Fell vomited on all... the dog bed. Yeah. And then you word vomited I all over like... <laughs> Like, hey, just so you know. All right. Um, That's it. This has been Toasted Lavender. We really are still in awe that Cop Kid did our music. I just feel very happy that we were able to make that happen. So thank you, Cop Kid. I can't believe that we have something that's so, like, professional. Frank. Okay, honey. Frank. If you hold him right in front of you and you scream at him, kiss, he'll kiss you. <laughs> Do I need to get this on? I feel like you're being set up for Do failure, it. honey. Kiss. <laughs> Do it again. Kiss. Kiss at night. Oh! <laughs> I hope you got that on video, honey. I did. <laughs> oh my god, that's wrong. Cats don't like me. It's just a thing. So, okay, okay I'm gonna. Well, I got it on video. Okay. Um, off? I was just fucking I around think- when I said yelling in his face. <laughs> oh, he's fine. He'll be fine. All right. This has been toasted lavender. <laughs> Um, also, art by Debbie Dixon. Ha, 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 ha.